From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. In January, staff at the nonprofit magazine High Country News made an announcement. They are unionizing. Since 1970, HCN has produced independent journalism about communities in the West. They first covered public lands, and they now have an extended focus on indigenous affairs, climate change, and environmental justice issues. And the HCN union says there's more that could be done. More to make the magazine a more just, anti-racist, diverse, and sustainable workplace for everyone. We spoke with three HCN staff members who are part of this union who say this effort is part of an industry-wide reckoning with the toll that journalism takes on employees, the high workloads they're expected to shoulder, and the distance this industry still needs to go to support and serve communities of color. My name is B. Ostra. I go by Toasty, and I'm a staff writer on the Indigenous Affairs desk at High Country News. I've been there about two and a half years. I'm uh, Diane Sylvain. I'm a copy editor now, full-time. I've been kind of... um, lurking about the edges of high country news for i'm afraid to say it's like since the early 90s i love it because i get to work with all these great writers and i'm bear guerra uh my real name is roberto but everyone calls me bear and i'm the visuals editor this union at high country news is wall to wall so that means it covers many different departments from customer service to marketing development art and editorial can you tell us why that's important Well, we're a really small operation. That's one of the reasons that it's really important that we all have each other's back and we all stick together and support each other. And because also because we're a remote workforce, because we don't share a physical office space, uh, it can feel very siloed. And we want to break down some of those barriers and make sure that we can all work together and advocate for each other's needs and know what each other's needs are as employees. We don't always know what folks in other departments are going through. So it's really important to open up communication. Our unionization effort is also in part a response to things that are happening in the industry and and industry-wide challenges. And those are challenges that we all we all feel in the organization. And so as Toasty mentioned, it's really important that that everyone is included in our union. So the union is calling on High Country News to provide salary and hourly wages similar to the national industry, affordable health coverage for dependents, just cause employment, among many other things. Can you speak more broadly about what the union aims to achieve for staff and culture at the organization? Diane? I've spent my whole working life under at-will employers. When things are going well, they're going very, very well. And when they're bad, they're horrid. And uh, you really have no recourse. You you know, it's like um, knowing that you live in an earthquake zone. And uh, right now, things have been going really well for me at High Country News. So, and I understand the temptation of some people to not want to rock the boat, but the boat always rocks sooner or later. And I feel like the more we have like a tightly bound union, it just gives us like a solid floor to kind of know that we're all on the same team. And um that we we have something to stand on if things you know fall apart yeah as as diane mentioned you know this is also in part our an effort to ensure that we can preserve the good things about 
HCN, and many of which are things that we have fought for over over the years, improvements in, you know, whether it's salaries or benefits, things like that. But we still have a ways to go. And I think we all feel that we'd really like to ensure that we have a voice in a lot of these decisions that ultimately impact us all. Um, and that we have a seat at the table with our leadership as we keep evolving as an organization. HCN has evolved a lot in, in over the years and it continues to evolve. And we're all really proud of that. You know, we're proud of the ways in which we've we've grown and we're proud of the work that we do, but feel that a union is kind of the next logical step to ensure that that we all really can keep building upon that and working together to ultimately make it a sustainable place for us all also, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with um, both Diane and Bear here. I mean, this is such a great place to work. And for me, like I've never, I've never loved a job this much. Uh, I think a lot of people that work, uh, at least in the editorial department, people that I work with every day really like their jobs at HCN um, and want this to be a sustainable long-term thing, you know, but part of the problem is that we've seen a lot of turnover, uh, especially with indigenous and staff of color who they just have better opportunities elsewhere because uh, HCN doesn't pay at the at the industry standards. So another publication comes along and it's very easy to poach a writer or an editor. So I really want HCN to be able to retain talent so that we can keep a good team together and keep doing what we love because we really have a remarkable editorial staff with a really high standard of journalistic rigor and ethics and, and also a, just a uniquely compassionate bunch of people. And we want to be able to afford to continue to work together. I appreciate you mentioning that. It seems very clear that this is incredibly important to the union and its mission statement. It says there's a lot that remains to be done to make High Country News a more just, anti-racist, diverse, and sustainable workplace for everyone. And it seems like in your collective opinion, a union is the best way to achieve that. I think, you know, the organization has made great strides in recent years in prioritizing concerns around justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, for instance. But it often feels like a lot of that work falls on a small number of people on staff and that we're, we're not all fully on the same page yet in terms of how important that work is for the, the organization. You know, we feel that making some of those conversations part of the work of our union will help increase an understanding of how critical that work is for the organization and also spread the burden of that work amongst all of us. And so that is why we also are including that as part of our mission for the union. When we talk about sustainability, though, I think, you know, we're talking about a number of things and that that is that's part of it. Uh, this isn't just about competitive salaries, for instance, but it's also about manageable workloads. I mean, as you know, we mentioned before that some of our challenges are industry wide challenges. I am sure, Molly, that you can also appreciate this, that in this industry, we work, we all work very hard, you know, and uh, unfortunately, I think there's has historically been an attitude of, well, let's par for the course. Yeah, the, the turnover has been in every department. It's just it's just hard to like always be seeing these great people leave in every department. Scramble for replacement, get them in and just absolutely fall in love with them and with what they're doing. And then the next thing you know, they're 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 gone. And uh, 
I think we're all really tired of that. So earlier this month, the executive director of High Country News emailed staff to announce that he would not voluntarily recognize the union. There's something I wanted to point out here, which is that your reporting in the magazine often covers labor issues across the West. And here you all are in your own labor movement yourselves. What do you make of that? Well, I think we had all uh, hoped that HCN leadership would walk the talk, you know, when it came time to go public and launch our union efforts. And so it's been disappointing to see that that's not been the case, especially considering what you've just mentioned, that, you know, we go out and we cover labor movements across the West and we write about how important they are. We all care. uh, And then we come back home to our own newsroom and address these labor issues. And it's a different situation. I think also it speaks to, again, some industry-wide similarities, which are actually more related to nonprofit organizations. A lot of the labor movements we've covered are within the environmental movement or or uh, other kind of conservation movements or, or things like that, that overlap with some of our broader coverage areas. Diane actually really put this well in a response that she had to one of our board members. He sent us a note that was opposed to the, the union and I'm not going to quote it exactly, but it was it was to the extent of, you know, nonprofits, unfortunately, often exploit our idealism and our passion for the work. And I think that that's also what we see in other labor movements and, and unfortunately feel at times here at HCN. And I don't uh, blame that on this organization in particular. I just think that that is a culture that has become somewhat widespread and, again, par for the course in nonprofit organizations a lot. Yes, there always is that thing. We're, we're all idealists. We're all passionate about um, not just our causes, but about the, the work we do, wanting to make like beautiful, good work, work that we respect. And that's hugely important, but it can be sort of a thing like, well, you're doing this for love. And it's like, well, yeah, but I also, you know, I, I can't like, you know, pay my electric bill with love. You know, they no longer accept it for some reason. It's true across the, the board for every nonprofit that anyone I know has ever worked for. The High Country News Union is organizing with the Communication Workers of America under the Denver News Guild, which also includes the Denver Post and Casper Star Tribune. Your union has also pointed to other nonprofit newsrooms that have gone union, like ProPublica. How do you see HCN Union fitting into a larger national trend? I think there's kind of been, at least for me, there's been sort of an encouragement in seeing that it is happening. It just kind of didn't occur to me that it was possible. And then I'm looking around and I've, of course, copy editing these stories and going, hey, there's no reason we can't do this. You know, it is happening. And, you know, the time is now. Why wait? Yeah, and we've just seen such a remarkable outpouring of support and care from, uh, you know, people at other publications that have unionized and from readers and from sources. I mean, people have just been coming out of the woodwork to vocalize their support for us and It's been really overwhelming uh, in a a wonderful way to see, uh, to feel that we are part of this bigger movement and that we have each other's backs, not just uh, wall to wall within HCN, but 
around the industry and beyond, like even across industries, you know, there is a movement happening where uh, workers are standing up for their rights and we're part of that. And uh, it's, it, it really feels wonderful. Thank you all so much for taking the time with us today. Any last words before we go, Bear? I would say that we'd really encourage, uh, if any of our readers are out there and hear this, we'd really encourage them that if you do have any questions about it, to reach out to us, any of us at the union. Our website is hcnunion.org. We'd love to see you sign our letter of support if you support us. But if you have any questions about this effort to really reach out to us. Yeah, I really appreciate being here. Uh, and I do really see this as an important step in, like Bear was talking about, you know, a greater set of industry-wide challenges. We need journalism and we need really good journalism like HCN produces and we want to keep producing it. And we need to be able to do that under stable, sustainable conditions. And that's a much bigger problem than HCN is having. That's that's an industry-wide issue. We need We need the news and we need trustworthy news and reporters need to be able to do their jobs well. So do editors and photojournalists. Um, so there's a bigger reckoning that's happening that, you know, I think we all ought to be really attentive to and participating in, in a, as positive a way as we can. And I think the HCN union is part of that, hopefully part of the solution. That's Toasty Ostra, Bear Guerra, and Diane Sylvain, staffers at High Country News who are also part of its new union. Because the executive director and board at HCN did not voluntarily recognize this union, they will go through an election process with the National Labor Relations Board. The executive director at High Country News did not return our request for comment. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.